Vanessa Martinez, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. I'm here with my friend Jackie. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I'm the biggest Friends fan. Yeah, she is. So we are on the 159th episode, the one where Rosita dies. Season 7, episode 13, it premiered on February 1st, 2000, with 22.21 million viewers. Jackie, what happened? Yes, a miracle happens in Joey's apartment. Monica and Ross argue about the child at home, and Phoebe accepts a new change that possibly, and Phoebe accepts a new job that possibly saves a life. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Rosita. The first time Rosita. <laughs> the first time I just saw the episode title, I just I literally thought it was one of Joey's sisters. Oh yeah, because we don't really hear all of their names. We like when Chandler kisses Joey's sister. We only hear of like one or two. Rachel or Joy are fighting over, um, you know, this chair and, and and what's happened to the chair. And Rachel ends up going to buy a new chair, and it is actually the Lazy Boy Eclipse Room 3K. 3,000. 3,000. Yeah, so it's a Lazy Boy Eclipse Room 3,000. And all along, Chandler is thinking that he's the one that broke the chair because yeah. they had placed the chair back together. So uh-huh. when Chandler goes over, he sits on it and it falls it apart. Yeah, yeah. So he like really thinks the chair, he broke the chair and he ended up buying a new one to replace it. And mm. Rachel and Joey, actually Joey thinks a miracle happened. And I know, it's so funny. It's so funny. So this chair, like, so when Joey and Chandler were living together, remember Joey purchased this chair when yes. he crossed the line. So um, it's 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 significant to them because it's like you know it's Joey and Chandler. They each have Barker loungers. So one of the Barker lounger now lives with Monica and Chandler, and one stayed here at Joey's house. And it's true. Like when you see the layout of Joey's apartment when Rachel moves in, there is only one Barker lounger and then like a side table, and then the yellow couch is pushed to the back. So Mm -hmm. there is no spot for her to sit. And so that's why she's trying to move it at the beginning of the episode. And then that's when it breaks. But like, that's why he's so heartbroken over it. Because I think also because it is significant to him because it is from Chandler. And they did have so many memories of them just, you know, chilling in the chair and watching TV and all that. Stevie the TV. (laughs) Stevie the TV, yes. Yeah. So yeah, when it breaks, like Chandler freaks out too. And he brings his chair over. And then that's, yeah, when Joey thinks it's, like, a miracle. And I thought that was so funny. I thought I was like, of course Joey would think that. And then, like, Rachel kind of goes along with it. She's like, I don't know. So then when Rachel goes over to tell Chandler that she broke it or that that she got the new Barker Lounger 3000, and it's funny that Chandler knew exactly what Lazy Boy she got, that's when um, she finds out that Chandler replaced Joey's Barker Lounger with his. And so that's when, mm-hmm. like – yeah, they think the miracle happened. And she was like, what do you think? It just fixed itself? She's like, I don't know. I think angels fixed it. You know, it was just, it was cute. Yeah, so. and it's funny because at the end, Joey didn't really care about Rosita anymore after he found out that the new Lazy Boy chair had built-in headphone speakers. He was so upset about it in the beginning. And then, you know, Jennifer, Jennifer, Rachel, you know, buys a new chair and gets delivered. And now he's like, breaks the own chair. So it's like, okay, how really, how upset were you really? Because he wants the new one. 
So. Yeah, it, it is a sentimental value, but it's like you only keep it because it has a special place in your, place in your heart, mm-hmm. heart, but you also know that it's old and you could use a new one because the new ones are much cooler. New ones are much cooler. It has an ice chest, has speakers, and you can connect it to your TV, like all this stuff. So, and it's, it's all, I love the end scene where, you know, uh, Monica will talk about her storyline, but she ends up getting the Porsche, but like she's all, I got a Porsche. And the Barca Lounger's broken. Man, what a day. Because, you know, when Monica and Chandler moved in, Monica and Chandler argued about the Barca Lounger coming into the apartment, too. Mm -hmm. So eventually it made its way over there. Now it's broken because now both chairs are broken. So she's all excited that they no longer have the Barca Lounger. (laughs) Yep, exactly. And while we're talking about Monica, let's talk about her storyline. So the Gellers are selling their house. So Ross and Monica have to go pick up their stuff. Yes. And don't you find it's weird that they found out about it in the newspaper? (laughs) Yes. I mean, don't families communicate? I don't know. I would, I've already told my parents, like they have their, the house has been paid off. They're only paying property taxes. The house has been paid off for like more than a few years now. I think it's been like five or six years they've had the house paid off. Congratulations to them. But it's the one that I grew up in. I said, if you guys ever get rid of the house, I'm going to be so upset. So this made me think like if my parents did that, I would be so mad at them because that's like my childhood home. You know, I, and like so many memories and just when I go home, it feels like home. So if they were to move somewhere else, it doesn't have that same feeling. I mean, are your parents still live in your childhood home? No, um, we lived in one house until probably I was about like 12. And then we moved mm-hmm. to another house. My parents still own the house, but I just haven't been in in a long time. Oh, like they rent it out? Yes. Oh, and so the one that they're in now is from when you were 12 though? Like 12 and up, yeah. Oh, okay. so it's like your teenage home. Yes. So you have a childhood home that is rented out to other tenants and then you have your teenage home which my parents live in now yeah oh that's nice at least you still have that and you know 12 years old still you know a long time mm-hmm. yeah no like this one the childhood home like that my parents have it's like I, we moved in there when I was two years old so that's oh, like yeah that's a long time it is and it's gone through like three renovations <laughs> it's so, like the walls have been painted like many colors <laughs> <laughs> so when Ross and uh Ross goes over to his parents house Mm-hmm. his dad gets kind of scared because he doesn't want Ross to find out that he smokes. He's like, oh, these cigarettes must yeah. be your mom's. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I love Elliot Gold. I love when Elliot Gold and um, Christina Pickles make appearance, appearances, you know, as Jack and She Judy wasn't in this. Stellar. Yes, she wasn't in this. It was just Elliot Gold. But yes, I do. I do love Jack. He's just so wonderfully awkward. And, you know, as a as a dad, and he's such a dad figure. You know, and he's such a good actor too. He's 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 awesome. So yeah, it was it was hilarious the way that he reacted when Ross found the cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, and so they go in, and Ross finds his back boxes, but they find Monica's boxes like stacks away in a corner, covered with a blanket. And it ends up being that all of her boxes and her personal belongings were ruined when um. The garage flood flooded. happened. Yeah. And it was flood, flood prevention. So they used her yeah. boxes for flood To protect prevention. the Porsche. Yeah. And so Ross, you know, tells his dad to save some items to not make her feel bad because he already knows that he's the favorite child and she's yeah. kind of like the whatever child. Yeah. He knows that she's going to feel that way and he doesn't want that to happen. So he starts pretending or giving or putting some of his stuff in Monica's boxes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, this is all your stuff. When she sees a doll, that's when she automatically knows that's like Ross's stuff. Yeah. So that my stuff, it's yours. Yeah. It's just so funny. And, and, and I can relate to that. I mean, 
I think everybody can relate to this too. It's like when you have your child at home, you have stuff in boxes. Mm -hmm. And I remember like my mom like organized the garage and she would text me, do you want to save this? Do you want to save this? Do you want to save them? No, throw it out. Yes, save this. No, throw it out. But ours is in the attic. So um, it wouldn't be touched by any flood stuff. I mean, you have stuff stored at home, don't you? I do, yeah. yeah. Um, slowly, it's making its way here, but I really have no room <laughs> yeah. here. See, and I live in a studio, so I use the excuse I don't have any space in my room or in, in my place. Where I'm recording the pod- where I'm recording the podcast right now, I'm not going to show. But it's like the dump room where, like, all of my stuff is just in here, sitting around the corner, and yeah. we'll come in here and take our meetings, whatever it is, or do the uh-huh. podcast. So yeah, yeah it's a mess That's in here. Funny. Yeah, so I guess you know when they're getting rid of their childhood home and and you know jack and jack geller wants to you know get rid of their stuff but i can see that but like i don't have any space so i don't know where else it's gonna go yeah so in order for um monica not to feel bad the dad feels like he needs to give monica the porsche so he gives monica the porsche and ross gets mad yeah he gets so jealous and i thought that was a really sweet move too because it's like you know there's a certain point where like when you see an older man and a Porsche, you're just like, okay. <laughs> it's like there, midlife crisis car. Yeah, so I, you exactly, you just know. And no offense to anybody who loves Porsches, they're very nice cars. And, you know, whoever owns them, owns them. But I just think like it, it's like there's just a sports car. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was really funny when mm-hmm. Monica's handed the Porsche and Ross says, What about me? I'm a medical marvel. Because yeah. that's what his parents used to call him. Yeah, because they thought she was barren. You know, Judy was barren, but no. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, then she goes uh, on to have a second kid. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that part was funny. In the whole yeah, episode. the whole, the whole, um, that whole storyline is, I thought that was cute. So yeah. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Phoebe's new job. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we're back. So this storyline that Phoebe had, I think most of her lines in one particular scene and her storyline were really funny. So mm-hmm. Phoebe has only given two massages this whole year and she's panicking because it's February. So mm-hmm. she should have given more massages. So she basically has had two massages, but they were the runs, ones that she gave Ross or Monica. I forget mm-hmm. who. So she mm-hmm. really hasn't had any clients. Um, so they tell her to get another job and she gets a telemarketer job selling mm-hmm. office supplies. And she doesn't even toner. know what she's selling. She doesn't even. I still don't know what toner is. Do you know what toner is? Ink toner. Yes. It's like the stuff that puts the ink in the printer. It puts the ink in the printer. Well, no, it's like the, a cartridge. An ink toner is like a cartridge, right? And you put it in the printer. It's like when you're running out of ink. Yeah. In the printer, you refill the toner. Oh, it's just, it's just ink then. Why can't they just call it ink? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, toner. I was like, yeah, toner. Is it something that like tones down the ink or like distributes the ink or is it something? There's skin that, toner. Like, well, yeah, I know what skin toner blurs your blemishes. 
Okay, I think ink and toner are two. Okay, are is ink and toner the same thing? Okay. Ink and toner are not the same thing, so okay. I was wrong. And they cannot be used interchangeably. Ink is a liquid and toner is a powder. Ink is for <gasps> inkjet printers and toner is for laser printers. Oh, it's a powder. So it's, it so kind of does the same up. thing, but for different devices. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. I'm glad we cleared that up because yes. he needed that clarification too. I was almost right. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so that's what she's selling. And then she, she calls a guy and he mm -hmm. is just super, super sad. And the guy she calls, his name is Earl. And he's actually um, Jason Alexander, who yes. played a character on Malcolm in the Middle in the, in the year 2000 that sold toner over the phone. Oh my gosh. Wait, so wait, hold on. Because he's also Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, and Seinfeld has, it's been a few years since Seinfeld has ended at this point. So that's where I recognize him from. But wait, is this character Earl from the middle? Wait, I don't know if the, I don't know if Earl per se was the character name in Malcolm in the Middle, but his character mm -hmm. apparently sold toner, or that's what I had read online. Oh, so, but Malcolm Middle came a lot later. So maybe mm -hmm. like one of those writers was watching Friends and saw this episode. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? Maybe there's another coincidence. coincidence. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They, I feel like all the writers of com comedic writers all kind of run the same circles in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. So she finds out that this guy wants to, you know, end his life and yeah. and she goes to help him and she it's funny because she starts naming all these reasons why he shouldn't do it and he says he has so many things in common with his mom and she makes them all up <laughs> yeah she makes them all up um and it's but funny because at first before um phoebe knew who she was talking to she thought it was chandler i know <laughs> she's like chandler <laughs> like when he says, I want to end my life because nobody cares or something like that. Yeah. And he's been working in the office for 10 years and yeah, he just doesn't have a, like nobody cares. And, and then, mm -hmm. you know, Phoebe convinces him and this is fate, you know, it's fate that like, you know, I don't normally work this job and I called you and then that my mother, you know, committed suicide as well. And so then she convinces him not to. And I yeah. love how much she cares too. I mean, that's always a big trait of Phoebe's that she cares a lot about people in her life and not even people in her life, people that she comes across, you know, she's a lover yeah. of everything. So yeah, exactly. And did you know Jennifer Aniston was a telemarketer when she was oh. starting out as an actress? No, that's interesting. Now they have computers who do it. So it's like, I get those freaking calls all the time. So I don't know, like, but I think they still have people that actually do it, but they have mostly computers. Yeah. Who knows how they do it. It's just annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. So, but I wonder if they would do what Phoebe did and like care that much and like, yeah. yeah. Did you have any, did you have any favorite lines? My favorite line. Well, my favorite whole thing was, um, well, it was actually, I, I didn't mind. I liked this episode better than the last, you know, the whole childhood thing was pretty funny and the whole Barkalange thing was pretty funny. So mine was when Joey realizes that Rosita is healed, she's healed, you know? And then it's like, if you want something in your heart and it's pure wonder, things can happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited. He almost so sounds like Phoebe. Yeah, he's so excited. So that was a cute little line and the way that Joey... Joey was so happy about it. Yeah, mine was just when Phoebe um starts convincing Earl, you know, not to end his life by making up all these things about her mom and the similarities that they yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, because she cares so much. Yeah. So um coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Rachel turns 30. Uh, we've all passed this milestone here. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen, if you like this episode, subscribe, give us five-star ratings, and leave nice comments.
Yes, and listen and follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram. Bye. Bye.